This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Do you guys ever work on your cars? If I had one! It's very satisfying. If you had a cool car, like mine, you could use eBay Motors. Do you think that I could get the individual parts and then assemble my own car? Yeah, they do have over 122 million parts. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only exclusions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, the lads go in elbow deep as Mark heads up proceedings with a game of yay or nay. Bob claims Uma Thurman's eyes are too far apart, but would telepathically share all. Wade is worried about baby bondage, lords the mind over form, and rejects ultimate awesomeness. From robot insemination to pulp fiction, yes... It's time for Will You Press the Button? Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Distractable. My name is Markiplier and I'm your host for this week. And of course, I continue my winning streak and Bob mm-hmm. continues his losing streak. Uh-huh. By True. sheer random chance, we have determined that I'm the winner. Totally fair, random chance, completely fair chances. <laughs> I mean, you literally saw the spins. I couldn't do anything differently. Uh-huh, no, yeah. Uh-huh. I literally showed the flips. There was nothing I could have done differently. Yeah, you oh, picked them. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fair. Look, look how fair it is. I mean, literally, <laughs> if I hold it like this, how can I flip it without you knowing? I don't that's know how you cheated, I Mark. I I, like, I'm not the one who did it. All right, there whatever. was something great about watching you try to suck your lid to show him with your mouth. I wanted it to be fair. Uh-huh. No, it was. That's what I'm saying. It was fair, Mark. It was very fair. I thought it was fair. Good, good. I'm glad we all agree to that. But on this very fair and very fun fair day, how are you guys doing? Good. This one's for all the <laughs> listeners only out there. <laughs> wow, oh. Bob. Tell them how you really feel. Yeah, Bob's giving all of you uh, Spotify video viewers an answer, whereas I'll give you the audio answer. I'm good. Good. Glad to hear it. Well, I'm glad to hear you both are doing good. I'm doing very good. Has there been any fun, interesting developments in the last Life. 10 minutes? Or in the world? Uh, <laughs> well, look, so I told you this before we started recording, but I feel like it bears repeating. We've talked about this guy before. The YouTube channel, Geo Wizard, uh-huh. uh, is a very fascinating channel. He's begun posting the videos of yet another attempted mission of going across the country of Wales in a perfectly straight line. So far, it's going quite swimmingly. He's chosen a bold line for this approach. Uh, but anyway, if you haven't checked out Geo Wizard on YouTube, it's very funny. He has some very funny and interesting and harrowing experiences. And uh, we talked about him before. I don't know. Was that on this podcast or was that in Three Peens? Like way back? Yeah, it might have been Three Peens. It might have been Three Peens. It's been a while, yeah. They're very fascinating. He attempts to cross a country by going in a perfectly straight line whether or not there's, like, private property, farms, roads, whatever, it's fascinating. Uh, let's check it out. All right, interesting, interesting stuff. Wade, how about you? 
I discovered a new video game I've really been enjoying. I've only gotten to play like 30 minutes of it, but I'm really excited to play more. It's called War Tales. Like all my friends have been messaging me about it, and I was like, War Tales. Okay, I'll check it out. And finally, I checked it out. Is that a gotcha like, game? No, uh, it's a Steam game. Have you ever played Battle Brothers or heard of Battle Brothers? It's almost like a um, difficult RPG. So basically, you form a party of like four. It's actually up to four players. So you form a party of up to four people. You each control a character or one person controls. Depending on how many people you have, right? One person can control three. One can control one, whatever have you. And you go around, you like go across this map and you get into battles. You take quests and stuff. But it's actually relatively difficult, and I don't know, just enjoyed it so far. I enjoyed Battle Brothers because it was, it was really hard and really brutal. This game feels like that too, but now you can enjoy it with friends. Called War Tales hmm. on Steam. Not sponsored, Interesting. but could be. Call me. Call us? Call me! Me specifically, like but I guess you guys do. Ah, I guess I do sneak in sponsors or uh, promotions for random other things like Go My Favorite Sports Team on this podcast at a random time. So I've never heard of that, Mark. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's crazy how ChatGPT helps you with that. <laughs> it's apparently, you know, if you just tell ChatGPT to uh, speak about something while weaving it into something else, it'll do it. Oh, Absolutely. Clever 100%. girl. Do also, in other news... Hmm? What? Do you promote distractible on Go? I'm sure yeah. he does. He must, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he does. Come up. It's only fair. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, the first babies conceived with a sperm-injecting robot have been born. Oh, so nine months ago, uh -huh. a robot got to have lots of sex? I'm not 100% sure you could call it sex. I'm imagining a robot with, like, a wizenator full of semen that just, like, humps. A wizenator? Oh, yeah, do you know what a wizenator is? <laughs> no, back so, up. Inform okay, me. Expound. Quick story. Back when I was in junior high, and I thought Where I was going to be a lawyer. I thought, <laughs> true story. I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I job shadowed an attorney, and he had a court case that day uh, about a guy who was trying to pass his uh, urine test, his drug test, by strapping on a fake penis over his real penis full of someone else's urine. Oh. But... Said guy was a Caucasian, and his uh, wizenator was a black penis, and the security guard that was watching was like, man, that's weird that this guy's penis is a different color than him. Wait a second. And he got caught trying to cheat his drug test. So I learned that a wizenator, at least 20 years ago, was a penis-looking thing that kind of like straps onto you and can hold someone else's urine. Oh, that's what they called it in okay. court was a wizenator. That's what the the judge said. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we're putting so the wizenator's in evidence. Uh, can we get that backed up? <laughs> uh, here we go. There's an official website for the wizenator. It's w h i z z i n a t o r. Don't cheat drug tests, but you can go look at them. So <laughs> their website says wizenator.com. Don't cheat drug tests, but there's other uses for this. Maybe. Why am I on Amazon looking at wizenators? Oh God, I clicked on the wrong shit. Oh no. <laughs> I look, man. Man, where you go is not where I'm going. Look, this is an article from the MIT Technology Review, okay? Uh -huh. Last spring, engineers in Barcelona packed up the sperm-injecting robot they designed and sent it by DHL to New York City. They followed it to a clinic there called New Hope Fertility Center, where they put the instrument back together, assembling a microscope, a mechanized needle, a Petri dish, and a laptop. Then, one of the engineers, with no real experience in fertility medicine, used a Sony PlayStation 5 controller to position a robotic needle, <laughs> eyeing a human egg through a camera, and it then moved forward on its own penetrating the egg and dropping off a single sperm cell. Altogether, the robot was used to fertilize more than a dozen eggs. Oh shit, my controller died mid-insemination. Hang on, I gotta switch. <laughs> it, inside the womb, the, the little thing's moving around in the background, you just hear, Mom! No, I'll, I'll do the trash after this round, Mom! I can't save mid-turn! It's cheating! I'm lagging! Um... Uh, yeah, no, I was I was gonna start this by saying, why do you need a robot to inject sperm? But it's this is injecting directly into an egg. I can see why that requires a little more. Probably a human, no matter how good a doctor is, probably a human hand would have a lot of trouble doing that without like damaging the egg or whatever. I can yeah, it's interesting. A human arm seems a bit more invasive than maybe a tiny little robot needle too. What? Well, I don't think the whole. I don't know how deep in i well you know what i'm not gonna claim that i know either you have to go like elbow deep to get to the ovaries don't you 
I'm not, not actually sure, but I'm, I'm not confident <laughs> that that's what would have to happen. But I'm not confident enough to say that that's definitely wrong. Yeah. Here, let's ask an Guys, AI. We are experts in the field. <laughs> I don't know where suddenly there's we now and there was you for sponsorships. I don't I don't think this is going to work out the way you think it is. War Tales, call me. Look, it, all the, altogether this this whole article actually let me know Bob when you get ChatGPT's <laughs> answer because I feel like this is some like matrix early days, you know, there cuz the idea is apparently Overture for instance has filed a patent application describing a biochip quote unquote for an IVF lab in miniature, complete with hidden reservoirs containing growth fluids and tiny channels for sperm to wiggle through. Quote, think of a box where sperm and eggs go in and an embryo comes out 5 days later, says Santiago Mune. Uh, the prize-winning geneticist who is chief innovation officer at the Spanish company. It's like how the Matrix robots were just growing humans so that they could use them for definitely not the energy source, but, you know, the, the computational power, which was the original idea behind the Matrix instead of uh -huh. the stupid thing where humans were batteries, which doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, but they had to dumb it down for audiences because they were like, people aren't going to understand that human brains harvested in a giant array of humans is computational power for the Matrix to even exist in the first place, and yada yada, but then, then, but anyway, it seems to just be a way to take the human out of uh, making humans. So that's so far the overture overture has raised the most about $37 million from investors, including Kosla Ventures and Susan Wojcicki, the former CEO of YouTube. <laughs> Oh. I mean, look, fer fertility <laughs> fertility medicine is a big thing, though, right? Because there are mm -hmm. a lot of things that can happen that have nothing to do with whether a man has a sperm that is capable of making a baby and a woman has an egg that's capable of making a baby that have mm -hmm. nothing to do with whether or not that baby could exist that could be helped by this, I'm sure. But it is funny. The PlayStation controller has got to be my favorite part by <laughs> far. Like, I get you use what's available and there's, you know, the PlayStation controller is very, it's well-developed. It functions well, whatever. But I just, just buy, just find a medical device that works in the same way. Like, just for my own... If I'm in the room while this is happening and the doctor nerd pulls out a PlayStation 5 controller and is like, eh, I'm like, hmm, is this real? Is this, <laughs> is this real medicine? I don't know. One of the analogs is worn out. It's like sticky on one side. Yeah, it's got like Cheetos dust on it. Do you think it was sponsored by Sony? Like maybe Sony was like, please use our controller. We'll give you some money. You get the controller out and you turn it on and it makes the PlayStation boot up sound and you're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like i oh. i don't not believe you but also hmm. would you would you like to hear more about this article because it does get a little crazier um by all means so, a human egg is about 0.1 millimeters across it's right at the limit of what the human eye can see unaided you could see a human egg it would be like a tiniest little eyes. fleck you could see yeah but right now to move one an embryologist will slurp it up with a hollow needle and squirt it out again don't, don't know why that's the wording what? is that what the, the article says, says? <laughs> that's what the article says mm. but thompson Ugh. says that once inside the company's cradles eggs can be fertilized and grow into embryos moving through the stations of a robotic lab as if on a conveyor belt quote our whole story is minimizing stress to the embryos and eggs thompson hopes someday when doctors collect eggs from a woman's ovaries they'll be deposited directly into a micro cradle and from there be nannied by robots until they're healthy embryos quote that's my vision he says MIT Technology Review found one company, Auto IVF, a spin-out from the Massachusetts General Hospital Harvard University Microfluidics Lab, that won more than one more than four million dollars in federal grants to develop such an egg collecting system called OvaReady. Egg collection happens after a patient is treated with fertility hormones. Then a doctor uses a vacuum-powered probe to hoover up eggs that have ripened oh, in the ovaries. Oh shit! You got the it's dust devil ready. What? <laughs> <laughs> all of all of that in theory i'm listening and i'm like uh-huh this is as fascinating medical stuff like this is important medical stuff that's gonna mm -hmm. help people uh, get around the uh, the issues that exist with with getting uh, pregnant and having kids completely on your own game over shit 
But why? <laughs> they need to hire somebody to write that uses fancier words. Look, I'm not going <laughs> to... I like news that's that's plainly worded and straightforward. But if you're telling me about medical stuff, I really don't want to hear about how they hoover up the eggs. There's just something wrong with that. The slurp and spew, the hoovering. They're doing all the things we need. There's got to be terms for that that make it sound a little bit less like you're explaining a child pretending to be a doctor and getting their other their sister pregnant in a joke thing. No, no, no. This is all in the up and up because mm -hmm. an auto IVF executive, Emre Ozkumur, declined to discuss the project. The company wants to, quote, stay under the radar a little bit longer, he says. Yeah. But there's also an, another company that's developing a sperm tracker, a company called IVF 2.0, developed software to rank and analyze sperm swimming in a dish. Ooh. It's similar to computer vision programs that track sports players as they run, collide, <laughs> and switch directions on a pitch. <laughs> Isn't this taking some of, like, the bonding out of the equation that happens when, like, a baby's developing in the womb, like... A feels the vibrations of the mom breathing and listens to the mom talking and all that. Let me let me just say, I don't know a lot about this. This is not dissimilar in fundamental ways from, I think, how in vitro fertilization works right now. Okay. They're talking about fertilizing the egg outside of the womb, and then you implant embryos, right? This is not like, oh, it's starting to look like a baby. Let's put it inside the womb. This is like, I don't know if it's dozens or hundreds of cells. It's, oh, this egg is successfully fertilized and begun to duplicate itself. Let's put it back in now that we know this egg is is successfully fertilized. Okay. I'm picturing an assembly line where the baby over nine months yeah, is just no. going through the ovens <laughs> and it's like, no. oh, can I get mine well done? Yeah, we'll put it through a little bit slower. <laughs> Ten months of cooking for this one. First of all, yeah, the word embryo, I think, is misleading you maybe a little bit. It's yeah. not. It's a little tiny cluster of cells. Okay, so just, this one is still they tiny, They watch tiny. it Got to it. make sure that it is replicating that it can become a fetus but also ex vivo pregnancy a baby developing to term outside of a human body would be way bigger news than this. That's, that's what I was imagining when he said assembly line. It's like the lifesaver factory gets to the end. There's just a little basket to catch the babies that are like, oh, ready to cut the umbilical cord. Oh, it's robotic. Just, yeah. There we no, go. When it, once it hits nine months, the babies get to the Blade Runner room and you use a razor blade <laughs> to slice the bottom of the plastic sack and floosh and it splatters out and all that stuff. No, that's not what's happening, Wade. I gotta be super honest and clear about that. That's not, Is that I the think... DLC? Cause like I bought the <laughs> I bought the expansion pass for this one. I'm hoping, <laughs> dude. The month seven DLC comes out soon. I can't wait to see. There's a final quote here to leave this article with. Quote, we don't claim it's better than a human, but we do claim it's just as good, and it never gets tired. A human has to be good at 8 a.m., after coffee, after having an argument on the phone. And that's where the quote ends. Man, that quote is... <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're saying that a human with a needle, I think, okay? Not the human uh -huh. who's... Who's growing the embryo? Man, that's it's, just all over the place. It's very ambiguous. I thought that's they meant the robot that was fucking like, oh, you got to 8 a.m., get your coffee, then go at it. This thing can fuck a lot better than a human can. No, they're talking about the sperm selection because it's, quote, oh. we humans are good at channeling our attention to a single point. We can assess five, maybe ten sperm, but you can't do 50, says Chavez Badiola. <laughs> you just can't do 50. Who could? I mean, I can't do more than seven or eight sperm on my, my own self, so <laughs> I can relate. I'm too lazy to even do two. Uh-huh. Well... That is uh, that is the article for today. And um, speaking of pushing buttons and changing the outcomes of lives all around forever and ever. <laughs> welcome to Will You Press the Button? I hope they make that face when they make ladies pregnant, Wade. That's all I can hope. <laughs> and uh, I, I feel confident saying that I think we're going to press some buttons today, Mark. I'm just feeling yes. it. I think we're going to press the buttons. I think it's going to be fine. And you all can watch us on Spotify mm -hmm. and PlayStation 5, right? That's the yes. thing we said. All right. So similarly to how Would You Rather went, the completely original and first time we ever played that, uh -huh. um, 
I'm on the website, will you press a button? And on this website, there are decisions of their dilemmas of will you press a button or not? And it'll mm -hmm. grant you whatever is prompting with the caveat of the downside applied to it. And then there is a ranking vote that shows who was and was not in favor of that. So I will present these choices to you guys. And if you are in favor along with the crowd, then you will get a point. If you are not, you will not get a point. This seems okay. very so, fair. Bob, how are you going to screw this one up? If you think my input led to the conclusion of any of the previous uh, recent episodes, I have some questions about that for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, sorry, I, sorry. I was going to go let Wade go first because he was Thank so you. eager to press buttons, but I'm going to let Bob go first. No, no, um, no, no. It's fine. No, 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 no. Bob, okay. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Yes. You will be able to read people's minds, but people will be able to read your mind. Will you press this button, gain that power with that downside? How do we imagine the mind reading works? Do they have to like focus on me and choose to read my mind? Or am I just like a radio station? Everyone knows what I'm thinking at all times if they're anywhere even remotely close to me. Is there a distance away I could get where someone wouldn't be able to pick up on my mind broadcast? Yeah, let's assume that it's, you know, how GTA roleplay works on the server. It's like, you know, people in a proximity can like hear you, but you can hear them. But let's assume if you are, have your mind cleared, generally speaking, speaking you could probably practice this or it's a one-way open phone call like mm. as soon as you start reading someone's mind they start hearing your voice in there if you focus <laughs> in on someone it focuses them yeah. for you <laughs> i imagine this was like uh while listening to theirs they can hear yours kind of thing yeah. i love that as an idea as a way to torment people you just mm -hmm. sneak up behind someone who doesn't understand that you have this power and you just start thinking terrible shit about them and all <laughs> of a sudden in their mind they just hear your voice and they're like God, look at that stupid fucking air. Oh my God, I can't believe Look how dumb he looks. Look at the... And I know that I'm realizing suddenly one of you has hair and one of you has less hair. I'm not singling you out, Mark. It's not about you. I'm just... It was imagining... Maybe I was making fun of Wade's beard. Maybe I was making fun of his downstairs hairs. I have the best hair. This has been determined in the past. That mm -hmm. is canon, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think... So if I push the button, both of those things become true, yes? Yes, exactly. You'll be able to read people's minds, but they will be able to read your mind. I feel confident that I could start some sort of like Zen practices and learn how to really keep a very calm and empty sort of mind, and that this would be fascinating to me. I would love, I would love to know exactly what people actually thought. I'm always so curious as compared to what they're saying and how they're presenting themselves. So I would push this button, I feel like. All right. You will push this button, which... Uh, I honestly, it's like, it's an interesting trade-off. I do think that it is a fascinating decision. However, the people vastly, overwhelmingly voted not to press this button. Cowards! 73% of people did not want to press this button. And I'm like, I totally get this, but it, you're right. With practice, they don't have the practice of reading your mind. It's, they wouldn't even know who's doing it. But you would, if it was strangers at least. Maybe if you're yeah. close friends, they the could button. hear your voice in their head. Like, I think it's interesting. And um, you could probably hone it in where you could train this ability. But unfortunately... This, this strikes me as like a superpower, right? Like, if you if you just suddenly had the abilities of Superman... It would yeah. be kind of a plague because you would like rip doors off hinges and do you would destroy shit, mm -hmm. but you learn how to control it and live with yeah. it. I feel like, why would you not want to know that? Aren't you always, is not, is everyone else not always dying when you're like talking to someone and you can tell they're saying something, but they're thinking something inside that they're not telling you or that they're not willing to share or whatever. I'm mm -hmm. dying to know what's going on in there. I would love yeah. that. It would be fascinating. I'd press it right. too. But yeah. unfortunately, no point there, Bob, even Five though I would also me. press it. All right, Bob. great. Thank no you. No points for Bob. Six Wait. points. Oh. Wait. <laughs> yes. Fair. That feels fair. You will become the most handsome and or beautiful person on the earth, but you will never be smarter than the average third grader. Will you press this button? <laughs> Don't need to press this button because it already happened. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. No, I, I value intelligence more than looks. I'd rather be intelligent, so I won't press that. Yeah, button. well, you don't become less handsome if you don't press it, right? You stay exactly yeah, you just, as you are. Yeah, I think you're just you, and I'm pretty content with the 
me that I am. The third most handsome man on earth. I don't need two more spots. That's, uh, I don't want to lose intelligence. Like, do I want to know everything? No, but I want to be able to process and understand things. And I feel like at a third grade level, you're not fully there. So on an emotional level, on an intellectual level, no. I'd, I'd much rather have my mind than looks that are going to fade away in five or ten years anyway. I will not press the button. But also, have you seen the game show? Wait, it's not third grader, is it? Was Are you smarter, are you than, smarter a than a grader? fifth grader? Yeah. Uh, okay, all right. It's a few grades down, so maybe not the best. 76% of people would not press that button, so Wade, you do get the points. However, <gasps> the most handsome and or beautiful person on Earth. What would that even look like? <laughs> I mean, yeah, so... I'm right here, guys. I, I mean, the thing about... One of the things about that that I just gonna... Um, thanks, yeah, it's... Uh, that I want to raise is I feel like it's been proven and talked about in a lot of different ways and contexts that that's completely subjective that each culture has their own vision of what is the most handsome and or beautiful person and attributes and also it changes each decade like if you look at just in America or just in a specific culture or country it's changed a ton over the last 100 years 50 years whatever like do you do you constantly chimera into the new whatever at that moment is the most attractive look and features and everything or for wherever you are located or like i'm assuming it's either it's whatever you think it is so it's based on your own perception or mm. everyone who looks at you sees what they envision as being the most beautiful and or handsome Ooh, yeah okay or you are so unbelievably unachievably beautiful that it's objectively anyone who looks at you you're the same but it's some unachievable look that we've never seen a human be this beautiful before either way you're godlike so unfathomably beautiful that everyone agrees that you are but you go to talk to you you're like how did you achieve that and you go snarf and it's like oh and then they walk away. <laughs> I think what do you, I, don't, I haven't met a saying? lot of third graders, but third I'm graders good. are all pinky from pinky in the brain to me. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more visit joinaccountingplus.com this episode is brought to you by mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile everyone loves mint mobile and it's time for more mint mobile mint mobile if you say a word too much it doesn't sound like a word anymore mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile mint mobile did you know mint mobile has unlimited talk and text? everyone knows mint mobile has unlimited talk text and data plans for 15 dollars a month when you buy a three-month plan everyone knows it everyone knows you can save with mint mobile M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself oh, a little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love you could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right yeah it wouldn't take much to transform my ride your ride's more like schrodinger's ride if you don't think about it it both does and does not exist it is possible but on ebay motors anything is possible with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits led headlights exhaust kits turbochargers bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it with ebay guaranteed fit they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Yeah. Bob. Ah. Bob. Uh, I didn't drop. Yeah, what? Sorry. Your dilemma. You have unlimited money. Unlimited money. Okay. But... 
You have to personally kill each one of your family members. Oh. You have to eliminate <laughs> the tree. God. <laughs> I mean, that would uh, that theoretically include, like, my wife and child at this All point. All family members. Oh, man. And I'm assuming Tough it's in one. a timely manner, right? You can't wait till they're on their deathbed. You have to do it in a timely <laughs> oh, manner. Oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I just, you got to catch him by surprise. <laughs> I'm on my deathbed, I'm just like, hey, son, <laughs> lean, lean over here. <laughs> Yeah, you have to kill him before you get the money. A very tempting offer. Can't uh, lie, can't lie. But I'm going to have to go ahead and pass on that one. <laughs> this one's wow. going to be like 90% said they would do it or something, right? People no, are no. Like, you're, you're, my family. you're in the majority. 76% would not. A concerning oh, 24% would. <laughs> you meet like somebody like after you've killed your family, and they're like, we should get married. And you're like, no, we can't. We mustn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> All right, Wade. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> just imagining. Sorry, you're hanging out with a good friend, like your best friend in the world, after you've killed your entire family, and he looks at you and he's like, "Man, fuck, I fucking love you. You're like a brother to me." And you're just like, "No, no, no! I knew this day would come." <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful oh, you can't good. get too close to people man no 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 not if you want to hold on to your unlimited money your murder in hand just comes up and you're like oh, why'd you have to say it Corey? why <laughs> uh, anyway sorry I just I had envisioned that I had to no I'm out. glad you did continue alright Wade yeah you will be able to relive the happiest day of your life any day you wish but on the next day, you have to live the worst day of your life. Nah, I've had enough good days, like the ones that really stick out are some of the worst days. I'd rather just stay pretty even keeled than have that roller coaster. I'm not pressing that button. Worst day? Okay. No, no thank you. All right. This one's pretty simple. Uh, the split was more even than I thought, so I was like, this could go either way. But 55% said they would not press that button. So yeah, worst day ever is the two. majority. That's yeah. 45% of respondents are insane. I know, right? <laughs> like, I feel like the thing about the good day is it lives in your memory, right? You remember the details. You remember the good stuff. The thing about the bad day is that it haunts you. Every time, mm. if you had to continue to relive it, assuming that you don't just become completely numb to it, right? It's not like the point is that it's still a bad day for you. Uh, that's awful the further away you get from the worst day of your life the less of an impact it has but if you have to keep reliving it it's like a nightmare i imagine if you relive it you have to relive like the emotions and feelings of that day too yeah it's like the raw original emotions of it that's the whole point yeah mm -hmm. i wouldn't want that i would never want that that sounds awesome. I don't know right. if I have one Sounds day good. that stands out as being so good that it compares to the worst day I've ever had. I've had some good days, but I don't know about that good. All right, Wade's have a terrible, miserable life. That's so sad for him. Bob! Thank you. Your next dilemma. All right. You can transform into anyone you want as many times as you like. You can shape shift. You can become whoever, whatever, whenever. But Shakira? You will never. You will. Yes, you could even. I will not be Shakira, Shakira for you. <laughs> but you can never transform back into your original self. Mm. Shakira? <laughs> it's... Uh, so, uh, pro so extrapolating this, then you would never get to speak in your own voice again. Yes. Ooh. I feel like if I could talk this over with mm. certain people in my life and we could all agree... I would be in, but I don't think I could unilaterally make the decision. So I, I guess as long as I'm allowed to like talk this over with Mandy and like family members a little bit, probably yes, as long as they're all on board. I don't know. That's true because you wouldn't be the like what your kid remembers or what like the person your spouse fell in love with, right? Yeah, you would never be yourself again. That affects other people i feel like that would affect other people as much or more than it would affect me like i'm mm -hmm. my yeah. sense of self it comes and goes and i feel like i could adapt that but other people i'm a concrete thing to people in my life yeah 
Exactly. So if you do change, I suppose it's like you you might be tempted to change again because why would you have changed in the first place? So it's like each one would subsequently get you further from who you were depending on right. what you wanted to become. How do you change? Do you just transform? Or is it like changelings or whatever in Supernatural where like you shed your skin and like bleed it off and leave like a <laughs> you go into old a flesh Shakira suit on the floor? <laughs> why is there a Shakira suit on your floor? Wade, what would you do with this is this a Shakira? <laughs> yes. This isn't about me. This is about Bob. <laughs> Shak Why Shakira, do you yes. want to be Shakira? <laughs> That's Wade's answer. You said wherever, whenever. You brought it back into my head. I guess if we're going to allow my, my caveats, yes. You would press this? I think I would be okay with that as long as it didn't hurt anyone else in my life who, who needs me or relies on me or whatever. Okay. All right. And you are in the majority. It's a it's a tight uh, split. This one's 60-40, so you do get a point for this. More people would, but I feel like I wouldn't because I would be... I feel like if you start down that path, you start to chase perfection. It becomes like this kind of obsession to change and hop and get into different lives, and you can use it to escape circumstances, and then I lose my sense of self. I do like who I am, but at the same time, it's like if I had this power, I don't know if I would be able to resist the urge. Yeah, well, I do imagine... It would be a life of a lot of changing. Like I'm imagining, I would have I would want to be different people, like daily. Like I would want to do stuff. Dude, every few minutes, it'd be like for fun, right? Like I would change into a person just to make a joke or something, and then change back to whoever. Like I don't know. I I can't imagine. It would be like skins in a video game. I would change them constantly. I would have a rotation. It would suck never getting to be yourself again, though. Like that would suck. I wouldn't miss me. <laughs> I would miss you. Eh, probably not. All right. You're like a brother to me. No. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, Wade. This one's a silly one. You gain the ability to control time, but it only works on clocks. <laughs> <laughs> I gain the ability to change what time shows on a clock. It just says control time. But only works so, on clocks. So if you advance a clock forward by a thousand years, though, it like disintegrates, right? It might. You're it not, might, you're not just changing the time or of the clock. Or I could take an antique broken watch and fix it. It yeah. might, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd press the button. Why would I? There's no downside here. <laughs> <laughs> I could just work on clocks, dude. Uh, I could make a living. Dude, if I had that ability and was back in like middle school, high school... Oh my god, school would end so early. Yeah, what's the downside to this? Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like there is one. Yeah, I'll press it. I agree with you. This one should be pressed. However, the majority of people would not press this. What? <laughs> it's 15 Why? to 42 would not press this button. What's wrong with you unimaginative losers? What is this? What are they losing? I know. I'm like, there is no, even if it was just like, ha ha, I'm yeah, spinning the clock. That's it. Use it. It's just a funny ability to have. I know. At that point, there's no it's real like, do thing. Do you want a free superpower where you can either joke around or make money fixing clocks? No, that sounds terrible. I don't want... There's no drawbacks. No, no, no. Don't give that to me. Imagine how many bar bets you could win if you could change time on a clock. <laughs> Dude, I'll bet you I can run around this entire block before the clock strikes midnight. That's only one minute from now. Yeah, watch me. Uh. Slowly jog. <laughs> People, right. people have no fun in this world, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. I give myself a point for that. That's the right answer. I don't give you a point. I give no you a point for too, you. buddy. Thank All you, right. Bob. Bob, here's your next one. You become part of your favorite book, video game, or movie, but you're the antagonist. You must be the main antagonist of your favorite book, video game, or movie, but you can become a part can, of that movie. Can I answer this in the form of a question? <laughs> I, I, I can't. One of us speaks so, in riddles. The other <laughs> <laughs> so let's say it's movie, and okay. let's say I are it's it changes right, but arguably, possibly my favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. It's okay. it's a it spans okay. a lot of stuff. If you do, you guys are you familiar enough with Pulp Fiction to kind of yeah. have remember the gist of how it goes? Who is the antagonist in that? The movie? first guy I thought of was the guy who had like, the <laughs> sex dungeon in his basement. Zed, I would have to, but Zed dies. Zed's dead, baby. I don't want to be Zed. Zed's Zed. <laughs> uh, who else is like a main villain? I mean, they're all like kind of bad. It depends how you see it. The um the the the, the fixer man, the Mister yeah, Mister Wolf, is not a really an antagonist in the movie. I would say the couple that robs the diner at the beginning are not particularly antagonistic in the story of the movie. I would say 
Samuel L. Jackson's character and uh, John Travolta are not meant to be the antagonists of the movie, but they are problem causers. Kind of, I don't know. They drive it. Is Marcellus Wallace the antagonist? Because he's fixing the fight, and he's kind of like the looming bad guy. And he's married to uh, what's her face with the with the wide eyeballs, uh, Kill Bill lady. What's I can't remember Uma her Thurman. name. I, that's the one. Her eyes are too far apart. Listen, everybody knows this. I've never thought that about her. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I if I could decide who the antagonist was, I might be cool with that. But I, I'm not even clear about that. And for that confusion alone. I, I guess I would not push the button. I don't know. Mm, there are characters I would definitely not want to be in that universe, but like you know, it's pulp. It's pulp fiction. It's pulpy. It's it's fun because it's you know greasy and and ridiculous. Who's the main antagonist in The Hobbit? Would I be Smeagol or Sauron or a dragon or a goblin? I think it'd be it'd be the ring. I would just be a ring. No, that, well, that I mean that's generally part of a larger universe. So I guess you just got to go with the villain of that universe, maybe. Nah, I guess if you want the Hobbit to stand alone, I guess us. I don't know, man. Press the button or don't. <laughs> this is Bob's question. I was just thinking about it for myself. I would not press the button because I don't know if I could definitively say who I would be in, in any given universe, even if it was my books or, or video game or whatever. Like I, I feel like that's not as clear to me as maybe it is to some people. Or maybe I just like media where the antagonist and protagonist are uh, not as far apart as, as they are in some stories. I don't know. Mm. Mayhaps. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's too It's too unclear. Too unclear? That is fair. It's very unclear. However, 66% of people would press that button. I wonder what their favorite movie or book is. And 40% of those responders were like, yeah, I want to be Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> yeah, he's the good guy, okay? He's not the antagonist. I got bad news for you. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. All right, Wade, here's yes. your dilemma. You are super awesome. Thank you. Like, super awesome. All right, what's the prompt? But haters get jealous and try and kill you. 50-50 chance of death. 50-50? Oh, like, each time? How, yeah, how frequently does this happen? Oh, my God. I do know that the coin flip genuinely favors me. I have learned this. <laughs> yeah, well, but remember, you're truth. super awesome. Yeah, I'm going to not press it because I don't want to be super dead. Like being super awesome for like a week and then getting that bad coin flip of 50% mortality. Um, I'm going to say just because I think the people who respond to this are idiots now, they definitely would push the button. It's it's like 60-40 in favor of pushing the button. That's my official guess. People do want to yeah. be super awesome. They'd rather be super awesome You're for a day than live their awesome. meaningless, meager lives. <laughs> rather be super awesome than super alive. That's for sure. But not me. I'm already super awesome enough. You gotta be careful. The haters are gonna get jealous and they're coming to kill you, man. Um, <laughs> sounds about right. You're you're in the right. 66% of people did not press the button. It's so vague. Like, being murdered is so specific and being super awesome is so vague. No, no, no. 50-50. 50-50. How many times is it 50-50, though? I think it's just like when you press a button, there's a 50-50 chance of you dying. <laughs> or 50% chance you're super awesome. Yeah. Exactly. That's not great. Let me do a coin flip right now. Let's call a heads and see which one would have happened to me. Coin flip. Okay. I call heads. Damn it, I got heads. I would have been fine. Ah, uh, should have gone for it. Should have gone for it, man. Guess you're not going to be super awesome. Damn it. Coward. I am. Bob, your dilemma. You get to watch your life as a movie showing from your birth to your death, except for your death. You can change the movie entirely, but it's like, it's as if you're editing a movie. However, you cannot choose your death, and it is guaranteed to be awful. Mm -hmm. So you get to watch your whole life, you know what's going to happen, and you can change what's going to happen throughout it, but your death is unknown, and you will... It is always going to be awful. I'm not going to say that the temptation to be able to watch my life as if I'm the, the director of the the improv comedy game where you change the genre of the movie repeatedly and just go back and be like yeah do it again but do it like you're in a french art house movie or whatever like that is tempting just to have that sort of you know directorial control over the tone and theme of things that are happening even if it wasn't the gory whatever horrible death at the end of it 
I don't think I would want that because that is, that's like a Pandora's box of bad decisions, right? There's no way that that leads anywhere but me ultimately making one too many changes that turns my entire life to shit. And then mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm like, wait, change it, this. What if I change this? Wait, this will fix it. If anything in life is worth enjoying, it's, it's that you have to enjoy the providence of the things that you get in life that are good. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to get good stuff, you're going to get bad stuff. Someone, and like, this is my experience, right? Someone who's led a life where they got more bad than good, or they got something just horrific that happened, maybe this is more appealing. Because I, I've been lucky, I haven't had anything happen where I'm like, God, I wish that one thing hadn't defined my whole, you know, childhood or my whole existence or whatever. Like, there are things that could change your entire life forever and and be very negative and impactful. But for mm -hmm. me, I that temptation's not worth it. I would rather live a life where you don't know what's going to happen and you have to just enjoy the good and, and take the bad than have the power to be like, oh, but this could have been a little better. What if I change? What if I tweak this just a little bit? And it just like that just sounds like your own personal hell to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't push All right, it. So not pushing it. And you are in the majority by a very slim margin. 56 mm. to 44% would not. I was going to say, just put yourself in a coma right before the death or do something to make yourself not be able to feel the horrible death. <laughs> right before I die, I become invincible. Huh? <laughs> Is that a laugh? Huh? Well, anyway, so uh, somehow that's going to be awful. And then it's eternal torment forever and ever. Yay. Right, but you do get a point for that. So, wait. I get it. Wait. All right. Pancakes or waffles, you... right? I get a question like that again? Nope. You can see the future, but no one will ever believe you. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's a good one. I like that. Man. I guess it depends how vast. If you can see every few, everything, everything that's happening. Omniscient. And you could, like, stop something from happening, but no one will ever believe it. Mm -hmm. That would suck. I mean... But also, yeah. like, if I could just foresee things, even if someone couldn't believe at least I could, like, edit my own path slightly. That's mm -hmm. a shitty downside. I still think I'd press it, though, in this case. Even if no one would believe it, I could still believe myself and know what I could change without people having to believe. Now, think of how... I, I totally... I, I am inclined to agree with you, but... Think of how people that try to predict the future and no one believes in society are treated. Well, I know. That's why you never say anything about it. Ah, okay. The shitty thing would be, though, if it's someone you care about and you could do something to help them and they won't listen to you, like, that would suck. Mm -hmm. That would be the that yeah. would be the real drawback is if, like, you could help someone you care about, but, like, you can't convince them. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the thing here is, in this kind of scenario, it's always kind of assumed, I don't know what you're thinking, that, like, you could see the future and also that makes you smart enough to deal with that. I feel like if you gain the ability to see the future, but you don't gain the intellectual ability to deal with having that kind of knowledge and what you could or should or should not do in terms of affecting that future... This, again, sounds like torment to me, because you, yeah. you're just your own self, but you could see the whole future. You probably would think your own self was insane, even though, even if you know the truth, because it's just like humans don't have the mental capacity to live with that amount of, you know, knowledge of events and, and knowing what's going to come and stuff. I don't know. It's hard to imagine. Even if nobody <laughs> would believe me about the future, I mean, you could still try to convince them to do things differently and just see if they will listen to you for the sake of shutting you up. Even if they don't believe you. Not believing you doesn't mean they won't ever do what you say. Mm. Let's assume they actively go against everything that you try to change, but... Uh, everything you say, you're like, hey, it's gonna rain tomorrow, you should bring an umbrella, and they're like, <laughs> you psychopath! How would you know? You don't know! You always think you know what's gonna happen! And just because you're always right doesn't mean you know! It'd be really awkward if I told someone, like, you and I will never get married. They're like, oh, what a bet? Watch me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's using your powers for good. They pull their priest lever and a priest appears and just marries you on the spot. All right. Well, fair enough. You will press the button, Wade. I would. All right. You are in the majority. You do get a point for that. Woo! And it is actually quite overwhelming. It's 83% would press this button. Which I think is a surprising amount. I think people are just asking for a bad time on that one. That, that's a big drawback. That is a big drawback. Mm. All right. Bob. Uh-huh. You can remember anything you've ever seen, heard, or read. Anything. Yeah. But you get a small pain in your stomach when you remember it, which gets worse the longer ago the memory was. Ooh. Can we theorize? What is the maximum pain? 
if I remember my own birth, yeah, what is the what is the maximum amount of pain? It feels like I'm being stabbed by a knife. It feels like I have an intestinal blockage. How extreme are we getting? I mean, you got to think if it's like let's assume you're like 60 years old and you can remember what you had for breakfast today, and that's a small pain. But then like the day before, the week before, the month before, the year before, all the way back to being born, that's a lot of increase on the lever. Well, mm -hmm. if you break it down incrementally by seconds, yeah, it's a lot of things. But also, it's only one lifetime, Wade, so I'm only remembering within one single lifetime. Well, that's true. But let's assume that the pain is significant. If it's like a small pain for even a few days ago, let's say it like starts like your your memory is... You can remember what happened yesterday, but it's just like a tiny itty bitty, itty bitty like tummy ache. You, like you got you a fart Yeah, you barely even like, notice oh. it. A year ago is going to be like, a, ooh man, that that that's queasy. Oh, I'm I'm not feeling good. Five years ago would be like, mm, this is concerning. As ulcer levels. Ten years is like, I might have to go to the hospital. And let's assume the beginning of your life is you are doubled over, crippled in pain. You are on the ground, shivering mm. from the amount of pain. Your oldest memory will always be the most painful one, and that caps out as the most <laughs> painful thing you've ever experienced. You would avoid family. You go to like a family reunion, like, oh, do you remember when you were a little boy? <laughs> 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 you just had to be like absolutely trashed at every family thing they'll be like oh do you remember and you're like ah, no i don't remember nothing yeah that is tricky because memories do come up unbidden at times so it's like yeah. things make you nostalgic yeah i guess i'm feeling like this one i think i would push it but that's a big mm -hmm. downside yeah i think i would go for that though that that's one of my biggest things in life i mean i watched my grandmother have Alzheimer's and watched her live with that uh, at the end of her life. And like, that's probably my biggest personal fear is that I know that genetically that's in my, you know, family lineage, at least somewhere. I have no idea how likely I am to have it, but the idea of losing your memories and forgetting everything, you know, you've ever, everyone you've ever known, everything you've ever done. That's like a personal deep, deep seated personal fear for me. So I think I would take this one and learn to live with the pain All to right. have the to have perfect recall, but yeah. Fair enough. And with 51, 51 to 49%, Bob, you get that point. Damn, nice. By that much, because it is a dilemma. I don't know which one I would do. That's a tough call. I've got decent memory, but obviously, like, names slip by. Other things just slip easily. Some things are better, but it's like to remember anything is quite a superpower. Like, there's very few people in the world that have perfect eidetic memory like that. But yeah, no, the pain, hmm, I've had stomach pain before. It's, uh, it's, it's not really the best. If I had a family history of like Alzheimer's or dementia or something where you like, you lose your memories and like your sense of self, I'd probably take it. But if it was a lower risk of those things, man, I don't know. Because the thought of losing your mind memory sucks, but like, I don't know. That, that, is, a that is a hard one. That is a really hard one. Mm. I see why yeah, it's so I close. like it. Cool button. Put that in the cool button room. All right, cool button. Okay, Wade. And this might be the last question here. I'm not okay. sure. How am I going to take the lead, Mark? I feel like I'm way behind here. I'm. Uh, well, how are you going to cheat to make it's, it's give me a chance tied. to win? It's completely tied. It is oh, four to four I'm right now. I'm just used to losing. Okay, well then get it wrong, Wade. All right, I probably might. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. Wade, you are immune to any effects of temperature, including being on fire or completely frozen. However, you cannot ever feel any warmth mm. you will never feel warm you will no f never feel warmth not from anything not from fire 
from another human being. You feel cold or yeah, do you say, like, feel it's, it's, nothing? It just says you cannot feel any warmth. I'm assuming that means you can feel cold and you probably You just will. don't get like hurt by cold, but you can feel cold. So you're either neutral or chilly. Yeah, hmm. but you are immune to temperature effects. Being immune to temperature effects might also be bad. You will be on fire and you will never feel warm. Like if you want to be cryogenically frozen and they're just like freezing, you're like, Shit, still awake, get me out. Who, who, that's not an opportunity in everyone's daily <laughs> life. I don't know why that's your concern. <laughs> well, if I'm super fucking man, I might Wait. have an opportunity for it. What do you mean? Why would that give you an opportunity to be frozen? Wait's already got his crowd to preserve for his death. Okay, he's ready. Dude, right next to Mr. Disney. <laughs> he's ready to wake up two centuries from now and live another full life, fully robotic-sized. Getting comfortable to go to sleep. Like, there's something about, like, cozing up under the covers and, like, Mm-hmm. Was up by fire? A hot cup of coffee would never feel like anything to you. Hot chocolate wouldn't feel warm. I don't plan on needing to be lit on fire or frozen, so I think I would not press the button here. You would not press the button? I don't have any, like, I guess I could make money being like a stuntman, like, yeah, burn me, no, I won't feel it. But like, mm-hmm. other than that- But you'll still get burned? No, you don't have the effects of it. I so you wouldn't- It says so Yeah, so you wouldn't, your skin wouldn't burn, your skin wouldn't freeze. And I don't know. I don't know, yeah. this is, yeah, hold on. Hmm. He's not locked in. Wait. You would never feel a hug. That's another thing. Like the you warmth. Feel the You'd feel a person touching you. Hug. Get that. Like, what is warmth the sensation of being hugged, or is warmth like just the temperature well, of a body touching it's you? It's kind of both. But doesn't it come from the idea that hugs are generally warm? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're despair, if you're sad, and you get a hug, it warms you physically, but also like metaphorically, it warms you. Yeah, you feel that. I don't know. So a hug would be like a mannequin being wrapped around you rather than a person. Yeah. I think they mm-hmm. specifically picked the word warmth because it covers a lot of different yeah, meanings. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would press the button. I could see why someone would. I don't think I personally uh, would. All right. You will not. However, 60% of people would press this button. For what? And I dis- I disagree with that. I completely agree with you, Wade. Yeah. I would not want... I don't, I don't want to be on fire. I don't need to be on fire. I don't have any yeah. desire. Like uh, a cup of coffee in the morning, a warm cup of coffee, like get cozy under blankets, a fire, like, you know, a, a hug with a person you love. Like that, that that's important. That is very, yeah. very important to not feel any of that ever in your life. I would never press this button. All right. Which means it's a tie. Okay. Are we have a tiebreaker or are we just tying? Do I get a pity win for my long, long, long losing streak that I'm on? We could always leave it up to a coin flip. <laughs> I was exactly going to leave it up to oh, a coin no, flip. No, that's not. I'm not, I in, I'm not interested it. in that. Woohoo! I knew it. I'm not calling anything. I'm going to go get an actual coin. All so right. Make an actual fair coin flip. Okay. Does that sound fair? Unless anyone else can come up with a situation that we can make this a fair decision or a tie-breaking round because I don't know how to do it with pressing the button in dilemmas. Therefore, it has to be a coin flip. It couldn't be more fair than a real coin flipping. I agree. A real coin flipping. Okay, I'll be right back. I love this. You're so due for a win. Do you want to make a handshake deal while Mark is gone that no matter what happens, I win and we just usurp him? <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll give you that win. But there will come a time in the future where I will come to you <laughs> wanting a win of my own. <laughs> we, we, we are rebelling against the God King host and we say no matter what happens... I, if I if I just win the coin flip too, we can just like leave that and not talk about it. But we can have this later. I will yeah. even, whether or not it affects the outcome. If there's a situation where I can do the same to you and you want it, like it just like if I win an episode and you look into the camera and you just go, do it. I will do it. I will owe you that. <laughs> All right, handshake deal. What we, My microphone's okay. kind of in the way of that, but oh, I see, I see. Okay, go over I like it, this. I guess. Yeah, Mark will never know. If I win, I will just literally—I'll I'll find a way to veto my win. I'll do it. Now I kind of hope that you win the coin flip, but I kind of do too. One, it'd be really funny. Do you think Mark is going to expect that we made a handshake deal while he left? Only if he has his headphones on. He's been listening this whole time. Now he has wired headphones. He oh, okay. Have wireless headphones. I'm pretty sure. I wasn't paying attention. I think. Th- I think. I don't think they make like because we have a similar. 
headsets. I think these are all wired. Are we all doing Sennheisers? Yeah, we do. We all wear different models, but we all wear Sennheisers. We should be sponsored by them. Imagine. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, hello? So, as it turns out, it's 2023 and I don't have a coin. Oh, um, for God's sake. So it's got to be the lens cap. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything Come else. Come on. Oh, I love that. No. Um, the fair lens anyone... cap of fairness. How about two out of three, right? We'll just do two out of three. No, no, no. One's fine. Well, you know, I'll leave it up to Bob. Bob, how many flips do you want? Just do one, man. Just do All the right. one. It's always fair. The lens cap never lies. All right. How do you want me to do? Do you want me to point it at the... The counter again, my I desk. I trust you. Don't move your camera. Don't do any not. Just flip it and tell us the answer. Do Mark. your, uh, I have do your right. pickup thing. Your pickup thing. No, I'm going to try to land it in my hand. So at least I can show in camera. Mm. All right. So, okay. I'll try to land it with my palms like Who's this. calling heads, I hear you, Bob. Heads is the outside. Tails is the inside of the lens cap. Is that what we're yeah, doing here? This, this, is this is heads and this is tails. Okay? Yep. Okay. All right. Wait, who's calling it? Preference? I'm calling it. You call it. Wait, Heads. you call it, okay? You gotta call it in the air. Well, all right, okay. you called it. <laughs> I'll all call right, it in the go. air. All right, cool. Three, two. Heads! <laughs> well, what is that, Mark? Can you tell us? It's, it's, uh, it's heads. It's heads. It's, <laughs> what else could it be, Wade? It was good there. It can do tails. Uh -huh. it can do tails. No, sure, <laughs> yeah. Amy's not hovering above your desk, Mission Impossible style, <laughs> dropping any number of Sigma lens caps into your hand in the correct orientation. It's fine. Oh, this is fine. Look, I'm sorry. I wanted to do two out of three. Yeah, you wanted to sure. lose three times in a row. That's cruel, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I once is enough, Mark. Once is Look, more than enough. I veto my own win. Ten coin flips is enough. I'm taking a step back. I renounce my victory. Does that mean that I win by default? I don't know if you can do that because I decide the winner. Well, I renounce my win. But if you make win. him win, when he becomes host, he is the ultimate authority anyway. So, well, I can inflict him with a win, and then on his hosting, he can abject the throne, but only in his judgment when it's his turn, and then he can force one of us to become the judge. I um, hereby withdraw my answers from this episode and therefore my points. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you want to keep fixing this to keep Bob losing, we can keep it up, I guess. I, what am I supposed to do? It's a coin flip. I don't have any other ways to do this. You guys were online before I was today by a solid five or eight minutes or something. You you made a deal. You continued this on purpose. I know. How, how about I <laughs> that was unrelated. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> dropped my fidget. I just dropped my fidget toy right on my toe. <laughs> that was unrelated. To, but that is the pain. That's the type of pain I feel inside. It's just also pain I feel on my foot because I'm an idiot. All right, sorry. I'm gonna do one more thing for you here. What? Case, what are you going to do? What? I'm going to uh, spin a wheel, because that's always fun and fair, right? Ooh, a wheel! Yeah, it's always worked out for me. Does he have to win twice to overcome the coin flip? I don't know how any of this goes. Great. I'm going to spin it. Holy jeez. Ooh. <laughs> Is this for the winner or the loser? That's for the winner. Oh! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's actually just fixed! There's no way! I can't, man! I can't! I just thought it was- I, Bob, I thought it was you so much! I thought it was you so hard! It really just kept sliding there! There's no Holy way! Shit. Wow, for those listening, I had a I had a wheel with eight names alternating Wade and Bob, and it looked like it was gonna land on Bob. It's, I swear, you gotta go check the video on this one. It's, I swear to God, <laughs> it landed on Wade by the tiniest little bullshit sliver. Oh man, it sure did. Wow, that uh, is it gonna go okay. away if you click that? I'm I want to see. I want to see how close it was. Don't, Don't click remove. remove. Just close it. Close, close it. Yeah, it was that much. Oh my, oh my god. god.
We were slowing all through Bob there, and then uh, best two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want any more of this bullshit to go on. It's a charade. What are the odds of Bob losing twelve coin flips in a row? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Well, Wade, do you have a winner's speech? I refute this. I don't want to win anymore. I, the guilt I feel of just odds favoring me is overwhelming. I would not press the button to keep winning coin flips if I had the choice now that I see the pain it's caused. Even Bob's feet are suffering. I'm sorry, Bob. I didn't know what I was doing when I sold my soul to be the coin flip champion. All right, that was a great winner speech, uh, Bob. What do you think? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I know about numbers and how numbers are supposed to work. I understand <laughs> that any sub, any preceding coin flip doesn't affect the odds of the likelihood of a following coin. They're independent events. But no, no, no. Right. Well, hold on. Okay. The chance of losing 11 coin flips in a row, 0. 0.00048. I should buy whatever the opposite of a lottery ticket is, man. Uh-huh. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening and watching. Hopefully you found it entertaining, and hopefully you understand that we are trying our best to be as fair and impartial as we can, but the universe stands against Bob. I can only assume the subreddit is rebelling just as hard as they were for Wade when he wasn't even at this much of a losing streak. But thank you, everybody, so much for watching and listening. Thank you, Bob, and thank you, Wade. You can find them at Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777, Bob at MySkerm, M-U-Y-S-K-E-R-M, on the internet. My name is Markiplier. Uh, that's it for today. Check out our merch, store.distractiblepodcast.com. We'll definitely have some new stuff soon. I swear. It's not all sold out forever. There will be some new stuff eventually. And then be sure to follow this podcast wherever you listen to and watch the video podcast on Spotify. Thanks again. Podcast out. <laughs>